what I want to do. I want to invite you to just explore something with me. It's an unburdening exercise that I also invite the many women who are recipients of the Soul Care Kits who subscribe to it. And I want to want to do it with you, my my listeners, whether you're listening through Anchor or through whichever podcast platform you prefer. So we're going to do that and take just a little pause from the grief episodes that we've been doing this fall to just take a look at giving some pause for a cause that really needs our attention. So stay tuned. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to Mohawk Mama Soul. This podcast is especially, essentially, for the writing soul. We don't focus on the writing craft. There are plenty of podcasts for that. But here, you are the focus. Your own personhood, not just what you produce. So let's go ahead and get started. Ultimately, you are a soul who writes. Writing is work. Writing is rest. It's your movement in the world, the unique embodiment of your freedom. You are a writer. If you hold yourself accountable for documenting, witnessing, journaling, educating, blogging, even writing copy, and this opens up others to their freedom, their imagination, their growth, and their healing. And it does so in such a way so that you are able to be generous with your love, with your gifts, with all of who you are, so that it will be an expression of your soul care from the inside out. That's what the Mohawk Mama Soul podcast is all about, helping you attend to your writing soul. What we do here is notice, nurture, and embody soul care in a culture of scarcity, noise, and frenzy. And so that is what you're welcomed into. And anything that we are talking about will always come back to three foundational things that you notice in order to nurture, in order to embody, even more earnestly and intentionally. If this is your first time, I want to welcome you in to this Soul Care Campfire and let you know that you are right at home. You are in a place where you already belong. You have nothing to prove, girl. And here's what I want to make sure we do first and foremost. I want us to get our headphones on. I tend to speak low, that's just typically what I do, but it might be easier to hear me if you have your headphones on. But it also can become a sanctuary for you where you kinda Put everything else, the noise, to the side. Be ready to be a receptive repository so that you can gather in, but then you can release. So you want to be a conduit just as much as a repository. 
receive it, and then be courageous enough to let go. Choose to experience and let go of expectations for why you're here. Expectations can prevent us from seeing what's right in front of us. Our assumptions color what's really there. Sojourner, I want you to practice looking at yourself. Really look at yourself past who you've been told that you are or who you have believed yourself to be or the part you have played, the roles that you play, the masks that you wear. Let's remove them. Let's remove the prejudgment and critique one layer at a time that normally attach themselves to those very things. Whether you're standing or sitting, with or without a mirror, I want you to pause and trace with your hand a section of your body. Maybe your face, maybe your hand, your arm, your legs, maybe your thighs, maybe your belly, your chest, your shoulder. But what I want you to do is allow your hand to trace your holy temple. Welcome her. Welcome her creator and sustainer. Get a keen sense of your embodiment as you untether yourself and discover aspects of drawing in the closeness of who you are and who you are becoming because of who has created you and designed you. It is difficult at times because when we do not notice due to hurry, busyness, avoidance, the lies or dismissal, we will not be attentive to who we really are. And so that, that is where we want to begin. Here's the first thing that I want us to do. I want to invite you to imagine that you are in the year 2017. Oh yeah, right. We are in year 2017. But my point is this, some of us are actually living in the future of 2018 or 2020 by the way that we are deciding to be less present and finishing up this year and honoring it as if we will give more of ourselves to a year that has yet to come. There is something to be said about these last remaining days and weeks that we have to allow our belovedness to be catapulted deeply in finishing this year. And here's the unburdening exercise. Let's begin. We're going to begin with the one word that maybe you chose or maybe it chose you at the beginning of the year. And if you're not a person who does the one word or anything like that, what has been the one theme or this recurring theme this year that has been so powerful and so resonating? 
And how have you been keeping it visible? How has love been doing a deep work to develop in you? The next thing is getting curious. How has that theme or that word brought about greater curiosity? Why was it chosen or why did it choose you? What is it that it's getting so well wrapped in your life for? What is it? Why is it? And what is it that you need to hear most right now? That would be the note to self. What is it that love is trying to get your attention on still in this year so that you would carry out love in such a way that you also are a recipient of it? And being patient with the invitation of that word. What is that word inviting? Jotting that down and really looking at that if you haven't or going back and revisiting it to remind yourself that you want to finish this year in such a way that you might get nothing out of it at all except a beautiful long life where all you did was follow your gorgeous curiosity. And that should be enough, too. That's a quote by Elizabeth Gilbert from Big Magic. And it's just one of those things where, as I'm thinking about honoring the rest of the days in this year, that what we would do is get an official meaning of what this word or this theme is so that what it does is it gives greater contour so that it can really shape us and mold us because right now what we have is right now and it's very fleeting to think that we're going to be more responsible with our desires and our passions in a year to come when we are not finishing out this year. And by finishing out, I don't mean necessarily every single goal that we set out has been crossed out or checked. I mean, how has gratitude altered our perspective? How did patience look? What did it look like to not just be about life hacking, but life hosting? The beloved comes to us and says, there are choices that we have. We can choose life and words of life and ways of life, or we can choose death and, and ways of death and words of death that we speak to ourselves and to others. What would it look like to unburden ourselves from trying to finish this year just to leap into the coming year, but to actually linger and savor the remaining of this year in such a way that we can honor every day that presents us with a gift. May you be unburdened in this. So rest, relinquish, receive and repeat it. Shalom. If you've been listening through the Anchor app, I'd really be curious to know what your word or theme is for 2017. And if you're listening through other platforms for podcast listening, 
then feel free to connect with me on most social media outlets. I'm Mohawk Mama in most places. In some places, I'm Mohawk Mama Loves. You can also visit my website at MohawkMamaStudio.com. I look forward to continuing to engage with you with questions or call-ins if you're through Anchor. So definitely reach out and remember that this is about our solidarity. And so continue to discover more depths of what rest looks like and how it informs the way we work. If you're wondering how to find out more about the Soul Care Classrooms, then just visit mohawkmamastudio.com and then go to the hashtag Soul Care Classrooms hub tab and the details are there. One more thing I want to mention is that when we're thinking about how we refer to our own embodiment, we must remember to keep the human element about our bodies ever so present, to keep the kindness in view. Because one of the things we must also realize is that our body is us. This is the gift we've been given to have full expression of the activity of our humanity. And she is not part of us, but she is us. And so when you are referring to your own embodiment, refer to her in terms of endearment. Until we get together again, Shalom Sojourner. Share the Mom's Podcast with your friends. Jesus is always with your heart. He loves you. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.